Sherry, here we go with episode 190 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. Hard to believe, isn't it? 190 episodes. It is a hard to believe, and I've listened to 189 of them. Well, bless your heart. I appreciate that. You've been on probably three or four of them at least, that's for sure. I have. Thank you for inviting me, Bill. You bet. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. Lots of changes at Wichita State University in the last year, including the search for a new president and more offerings at WSU Tech. President Sherry Utash joins me in episode 190 to talk about what's going on at WSU and WSU Tech. First, the big story in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal, the headline, continuing the surge. An update on Wichita Wind Surge baseball team. Wichita got to know Lou Schweckheimer over two years before his death. Now Jordan Kobritz's job is to come out of his shadow and continue Schweckheimer's baseball vision. That's on page 10. Also a report about how companies will see COVID vaccines arriving soon, page 13. This week's list, the Wichita area's largest health and fitness facilities, page six. We're here to help by providing business intelligence. We've got it every week in our leads section. Bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, court judgments. Our leads section this week begins on page 16. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Well, Sherry, thanks for joining me again. Really appreciate it. How are you doing through the through the pandemic here? Well, fortunately, uh, my family and I have um, endured this um, well uh, to date, knock on wood. Uh, you know, I do have um, my parents that are 90 and 88. So I've been extremely careful uh, because of that uh, and to kind of help protect them and be, a, be able to continue to to visit them and, and uh, be a part of their lives and um, help them through this. But we've been very, very fortunate. And from the college, we've been very fortunate. Um, we've been able to get through the fall semester, which we can talk about as we go through and kind of what some of those uh, challenges and, and uh, opportunities were. Uh, but all in all, uh, we've, done, we've done really well. Um, both personally and professionally. So thank you for asking. You bet. It's uh, it, These days, it's hard to find somebody who close to us who hasn't had it mm -hmm. uh, and maybe has had it kind of bad. So uh, knock on wood that both our families have escaped uh, anything serious. I'm glad to hear that. Well, lots of big events at Wichita State University, the search for a new president, the pandemic, as you talk about, and the changes it brought, the departure of basketball coach Greg Marshall, Sherry, what's the atmosphere like these days at WSU? You know, I think the atmosphere is extremely positive, Bill. Uh, I think the, the um, you know, certainly um, interim president Rick Muma is doing an outstanding job. Um, our interim basketball coach is doing a great job. We've had some big wins. Uh, the outlook, I feel, is very positive, very upbeat. And you think about a year of all kinds of difficulties that we've that we've gone through and think about the wins that have happened at Wichita State University uh, Deloitte smart factory coming in uh, the uh, continuation of, of finalizing the innovation campus with NetApp 
the uh, integration of the new digital, the, the idea of digital transformation and what that's going to do with a new building on the innovation campus, hopefully that will be coming. New, de new degree opportunities at the university that relate to digital transformation that were just approved by KBOR. There's a lot of momentum and a lot of positive things that have been working for a long time that actually were, were realized in the last 12 months. And when you think about a time in our nation where we've been in a pandemic and so much uncertainty and so much um, negativity, I think about what's happened at WSU and at WSU Tech over this last year. And as a city, um, we have a lot to be proud of. And there is great innovation, not only on the horizon, um, but going on today as we speak. Maybe more activity over the last year than we really come to realize. Um, yeah. what's, the, what's the status of classes now at WSU Tech? So, Bill, we started classes, uh, yes, uh, Monday of this week, actually, and uh, a lot of them started on Monday. The rest of them, the balance of them, start next Tuesday, but we were one of, um, in, the, in the two-year sector across the nation, only 27% of two-year colleges had any kind of an online presence of students in the fall semester, and, so, and we were part of that statistic because we did bring students in to do their labs and their hands-on um, activities uh, and education in our labs in small groups uh, in order for them to be successful. It's very, very difficult to teach career technical education completely online. Right. You can't do it, whether it's healthcare, aviation, IT, uh, or applied technologies. doesn't make any difference. They all have hands-on competency-based learning that has to occur. So we did that. So we were part of that statistic of only 27% of two-year colleges had face-to-face had, uh, -face learning occurring in the fall. We are doing the same thing this spring. 50% uh, of our classes are in a hybrid model, which is part online and part in the lab in the classroom. 25% uh, of our coursework is completely online and 25% is in a traditional classroom with um, social distancing and mask and all those kind of things. Um, and, and, and our intent, you know, we've had two really huge guiding principles throughout um, this pandemic. And one is to ensure that we're creating a safe and healthy learning environment for our students and for our faculty and our staff. Uh, and then the second thing is, is to ensure that our students are successful and have a clear path forward at the end of each semester. So um, we've, we've just held very, very strategic, very focused on those two things. Uh, we've put a lot of our time, energy, and resources into that. Uh, and we had a great uh, outcome of our fall semester, and we anticipate uh, that same kind of an outcome for our spring semester. Challenging times mean you have to be creative and innovative, doesn't it? It does. It does. If you think back to last March, when you think back to February, if anybody would have said, you know, you're going to be running um, institutions, colleges and universities, along with business and industry from your homes, we would have all said, no way, but right. we did it. And uh, if you would have also said to us that we would have to pivot uh, within less than 10 days to a completely online environment, particularly for our career technical education 
courses and faculty. Right. You know, I, I couldn't have imagined that, but I'm telling you what, you know, big kudos to our faculty and our staff who, who made that pivot. Uh, I mean, it was tough and it was a big hill to climb, but they did it and they did it very successfully. Uh, and um, we moved all of our um, student services and our support services and our academic support services all to an online in a very short amount of time in addition to our coursework. So that gave us the summer to kind of look at things in a little different way and how could we do things differently if we were in a hybrid model. We were really committed to making sure that students had the opportunity to have that um, hands-on competency-based face-to-face learning uh, in a safe environment. And, and uh, you know, I, I can't say enough about the uh, innovation, the creativity, the grit, the perseverance of our students, but also um, our faculty and staff. It's come together well in, in a lot of different places, and uh, it shows you what you can really do uh, if you put your mind to it, that's for sure. One of the new yeah, things- I, uh, You know, the cr- a crisis is, uh, you, know, a, you know, you come to a crisis like that, and interestingly enough, a lot of the things that you've been thinking about doing, you can move very quickly on. You bet. You bet. And uh, it gives you the opportunity to do that. And that's going to, you know, I, I think we're going to talk about this as pre-COVID and post-COVID, kind of like from a historical standpoint. Uh, you think about the pandemic many years ago, and then after that pandemic came the Roaring Twenties. Right. I mean, I look at this and I think, what's the Roaring Twenties for us? Right. Well, one of the new things you guys have put together is a culinary and hospitality school downtown. Mm-hmm. Talk about how that came about. So we started uh, talking with uh, a developer in downtown Wichita a couple of years ago about um, the creation of what we would consider some kind of a national institute for hospitality and culinary education. And uh, that's just, it's taken a couple of years to get there, but I'm happy to say that um, we uh, have signed um, an agreement with the developer for the old Henry's building, which I just personally just, I mean, I love the idea of this. You know, I can remember going to Henry's as a, as a young, as a young child with my father. Uh, and I remember the, you just that, that, that incredible, beautiful building. And it's been sitting there for all these years. And we're going to restore that building and the outside of it will be historically restored and preserved. And then inside, we're going to create just an incredible, vibrant uh, food hall on the first floor and uh, uh, an auditorium demonstration kitchen on the mezzanine, uh, culinary kitchens and uh, classrooms on the second floor and an event center uh, on the rooftop. And this is going to be a a, a great a great landmark for Wichita, uh, and it'll be an opportunity for us to be able to um, recruit off of the I-35 corridor and on the I-70 corridor as well to bring people into Wichita for this incredible experience of teaching and learning and, and having um, the opportunity to um, be part of this new institute in downtown Wichita. When st- Super excited about it. We've got several steps to go. We have the hospitality program has been approved by the Board of Regents. We'll be going forward with a culinary program uh, this spring for approval. And um, we, uh, we'll be starting both of those programs ahead of the opening of this um, 
facility. Um, we're scheduled to open August of 2022 in the new facility, but we'll be starting classes ahead of time. Our hospitality courses are starting this semester, and we hope to be able to start culinary next um, within the next calendar year. When students graduate, what certification or degree will they come away with out of, out of that school? So there'll be some industry recognized credentials along with their technical certificate and an Associate of Applied Science degree in either culinary arts or hospitality and events management. That's very neat. Another thing that you've got going on, a partnership with Coke and, and Mike Rowe. Yes. From dirty jobs and a lot of other things uh, on right. a work ethic program. Right. Talk about what that is and, and how that one came about. That's just been a huge fun project and again kind of a, a multi-year project but uh, um, the Koch Foundation and the MicroWorks Foundation along with WSU Tech have worked hand-in-hand -hand to um, create a, a micro uh, certification in work ethics and uh, it's it's now uh, being it's being pot we piloted it for a couple of years uh, and basically it's um, 10 to 12 modules that are one hour a piece of really intense um, training by Mike Rowe and um, the curriculum that we built uh, with our subject matter expert Jennifer Rowe that's on our team at WSU Tech and so students that complete these modules and um, they have a, an assessment at the end of that, and those assessments um, really demonstrate um, their ability to have absorbed the information and to make that a behavioral change in their life. They'll receive this micro credential. And uh, we are now taking that across the nation uh, through um, a, an organization called NC3, which is uh, the National Center for Coalition and Credentialing. And that group, uh, we're piloting in about 32-year colleges across the nation this spring. Uh, and they're delivering that curriculum under um, the direction of Jennifer Rowe from our team. And we will be adding probably another 30, 40 schools in the fall to do that. And this. you're the new, the new board chair, too. I am. I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the new board chair for NC3. Very excited about that opportunity as well. Uh, and it's just an incredible organization that really influences career technical education uh, and, and integration with industry across, um, across all sectors. So uh, excited about that, excited about the micro certification. Uh, just think it has a lot of possibilities and we are already engaged in what's next steps. How does this look for high school students? How does it look for middle school students? How does it look for business and industry? Uh, for their um, current workforce. How could it look for um, incarcerated um, uh, people in our community to help prepare them for the world of work once they leave? So just a lot of different uh, opportunities that will continue to, to move forward with MicroWorks um, and their foundation, uh, WSU Tech and the Koch Foundation. So very, very happy about what's happened uh, and the, just great support from both of those foundations to, to make this happen. So many business leaders and managers we talk to say, you know, you can, you can teach some of the other skills, but what you can't teach is work ethic. And they look for that uh, in every person they want to hire. So that's really answering a need that uh, business leaders have. That's for sure. Uh, well, we hope that'll be true, Bill. I mean, we really do. And, um, 
Another thing that we're going to be doing kind of in a pilot and not sure even how we're going to do this yet, but we're going to try to monitor metrics on the success of those that receive this credential once they, that once they go into the world of work. How much more productive are they? Um, how, how, how much more effective and efficient are they in the workplace? So we're looking at ways to do that. Um, we haven't figured it out yet, but that's a, a, another next step in this process so that we can really have evidence-based research that this has worked and helped and created uh, better self-efficacy of, of um, those that are entering the workforce. Another task of yours uh, over the last couple of years has been part of the Trump administration's American Workforce Policy Advisory Board. Uh, give us an update on that. Uh, I understand uh, that came to a conclusion last summer. It did. Um, it was a great honor to serve on that with so many um, people from industry uh, across our nation uh, to look at workforce issues. Uh, and even once um, COVID started in March to kind of reset on several of the things that we were working on. The appointment was through July 30th of last year. Uh, and so um, I just, just was a complete total honor to work with people across the nation. Um, you know, people from the CEOs from Lockheed Martin and from Home Depot and Apple and IBM and um, several governors and, and then just, you know, several other people that are so ingrained in workforce development across the nation. It was a real honor to do that. I think we did some really good work. Uh, I think some of the work that we did will be extremely helpful uh, in workforce development post-COVID uh, to any administration. And it was very bipartisan work. Um, and it was just a real honor to, to, to have that opportunity. And then of course, uh, we have a big responsibility. You're part of the selection committee uh, to find a new president for Wichita State University. What qualities are you hoping for? It seems like you know, the, the Golden Administration didn't last that long, and I, it seems like I asked you this question before that, but what qualities are you hoping for in a new president this time around? I think, first of all, I'm honored to be on the selection committee, and I think the selection committee uh, is a really great group of people to uh, make this very, very, very important decision for Wichita State University. Um, I think that um, they're, the person, of course, has to be visionary. I think they have to be collaborative. I think they have to be a great communicator. I think they have to be extremely transparent. I think they have to be transformative and not transactional. Um, and those are just some of the things, in, you know, that I, I think, and, and be able to, you know, Wichita State University is unique because it's an urban university in, in a very, very active city that's full of business and industry relationships and contacts. And so unlike maybe a KU or a K-State, which is, you know, kind of the, the university is the center of those cities in right. many ways, Wichita State is, a, is, is very different and it's going to require somebody that can really um, build relationships, be collaborative, um, honor the work that's been done by so many people uh, and then, you know, move, move the university in a direction that is very positive uh, to the future. Uh, but, uh, you know, anxious to see what's going to happen, uh, anxious to uh, serve on this committee. 
And again, I think it's an incredibly important decision uh, for the future of the university. Uh, and uh, I look forward to serving. Big decision for the community, as you say, those relationships between the university and uh, local business, local government, those types of things. You know, uh, not to mention that higher education is going to be forever changed because of COVID. Right. So, uh, and it's not just, I mean, K through 16 education is going to be forever changed because of what we've gone through. Um, and, and by the time we uh, return to what I call the next normal, not the new normal, the next normal. Right. Um, we'll have been kind of in this for 16 to 18 months, probably. Right. Uh, and not only is K through 16 education going to be forever changed, but business and industry as a whole in every sector is going to be forever changed because of what we've got. So, you know, that's another consideration um, for whomever um, we choose for this most important job, because it is going to, you know, education, particularly higher education is going to be, continue to become uh, transformational. Uh, it's going to be somewhat of an evolution uh, in the way that we do things and the way that we, teach and the way that we um, provide educational pathways uh, to promote careers. Uh, and when we use um, credentials, uh, industry recognized credentials, short-term certifications, along with certificates and degrees, uh, it's, 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 it's gonna develop a little bit of a new world, I believe, um, across, across the nation. And certainly that's gonna be the case for Wichita State University as well. Lots of things going on at Wichita State University and at WSU Tech. We will continue to watch as the university and WSU Tech evolve. And uh, we continue to watch as uh, a new leader is selected for Wichita State University. Most importantly, we're glad to hear that uh, your family is doing well through COVID. Continued good health. Thank you for being Thank with you. me today. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. It's always a pleasure to spend time with you, Bill. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Well, we hope you're doing well. Wear a mask. Keep your distance. Avoid crowds. Wash your hands. Sacrifice now, and we can avoid more shutdowns. That's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 190. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter, and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com backslash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.